Good evening. I'm Bishop Nikita Jacobs and welcome to Inspired Talk TV. This evening, I just wanted to come and encourage us on our journey, no matter what we're facing, for us to keep our faith, to make up in our minds to stay steadfast, for we are more than conquerors. Abba Father, we thank you for this amazing day today, that it was like no other. We thank you for the beautiful weather. We thank you for protection and safety. We thank you, Lord God, that everything was well with our families. And if it wasn't, Lord God, that we were able to speak into a situation and that things were unexpectedly for the good. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. We thank you for still life that we're able to breathe. Thank you for winning strategies and solutions to our problems that we don't have to stay stuck. We thank you for family. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our family and our friends. Thank you for love surrounding us. Thank you for good people in the earth that we can look at and still have hope, Lord God. We thank you that there is no lack in you. We thank you for the ability to sit still and to quiet our minds and to have peace and joy. We honor you for being who you are in our lives and we acknowledge your omnipotence. We acknowledge that you are all that we need in our lives and that you're able to make all things happen. We thank you that faith without works is dead, that we are not to be lazy, but to, to push and to plow and to do what we need to do also to manifest that which you've spoken to us. So we honor you for this amazing day and now evening, and we thank you that all is well. Well, we read God's word for answers, for guidance, for strengthening, and for encouragement. We should also follow his words proceeding from his mouth. God always has the right, the privilege, and the sovereignty to step in and out of time to interrupt or make changes in his previous instructions to us, our present course and or situation. For God is omniscient, knowing all things. Deuteronomy 8 and 3 says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Peh, P-E-H in Hebrew means mouth and represents the part of the body that is connected to speech. The mouth is important as much of our daily life and noted in the Bible from breathing, eating, and pleasure. When it comes down to the natural or our physical state, in the spirit realm, we use our mouth to declare God's word with which we agree and accept. It is one thing to agree or merely acknowledge, but to totally understand and make it a part of your life standard is another level of let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. You can always stand on God's word and praise him while it comes into fruition. You will never fail and it will accomplish that which it was sent forth to do. God is obligated to his word. You cannot and do not boldly declare or act what you do not believe. I said boldly, meaning with authority. And what has not laid hold of you? When you study God's word, really believe and live it. God's word will take root in you 
and transform you. Think about when you found the scriptures to stand on or revelation on the inside of you. You kept saying it and reminding God of his word. You wrote it on sticky notes, sheets of paper on your mirror, in your notebook, even in the palm of your hand. Whatever you could to hold on to what was so desperately needed from God. And look at you now. You're living God's spoken word to you. But you embraced that word and you held on to that word until God manifested what you were believing him for or what he promised to you. Be bold. Abigail was bold. She was married to Nabal, whose name literally means fool. He didn't care, though, that he was so. And he was from a very brute dogmatic family lineage. Abigail went against her husband's decision to give food and other substance to David, the future king of Israel, and his men. This was to be recompensed for feeding and protecting Nabal's herdsmen. But he still denied David. Abigail had no idea of Nabal's decision until their servant in fear ran to her to tell her that Nabal had refused David. It wasn't because they didn't have it, for Nabal was wealthy, but he didn't like David and supported King Saul, who had so many times tried to kill David and had failed. Abigail knew that David was a fierce warrior who fought for the Lord and who had never lost a battle. She knew Nabal had brought death to them by refusing David. So she made provisions for David and his men and sent her servants before her to serve David and his men. She was to follow as she did, and it wasn't an easy journey, but she knew what she had to do. Upon arrival, David and his men, they were found dressing for battle, suiting up to wipe out Nabal and all that belonged to him. His wife, Abigail, family, servants, livestock, all of it. Abigail runs to David and begs forgiveness and even takes the blame for Nabal's refusal. She spares not only her life, but Nabal's life their servants, and everything in their possession. After Abigail tells Nabal what she did to spare their life, Nabal dies after a few days of sickness. When David hears of Nabal's death, he takes Abigail as his wife. She is now the wife of the future king of Israel. She's well off with Nabal, and now she's a queen to be. The Shunammite woman. She asked her husband to build a room until their home for Prophet Elisha, where he could rest from his travels with stable accommodations and provisions and not so many worries and stresses. The prophet announces to this woman that she will bear a son and she was up for no gains and told him so. So one day when her son complains to his father about his head, the father takes him to his mother and he dies on her lap. She lays his body on the bed of the prophet and closes the door. She doesn't tell her husband that their son is dead, but instead asks her husband for a young man and a donkey to go to the prophet and come back. Her husband wants to know why is she going, for it's not a new moon or the Sabbath. Her faith responded that it shall be well. 
It's more than a 15 mile journey to Mount Carmel where prophet Elisha lives. And she saddles the donkey and gives instructions to the young man to not go slow unless she tells him to. The prophet sees her from afar off and sends Gehazi, his assistant, to her. Gehazi asks the questions of the Shunammite woman as instructed by the prophet. This mother reminds prophet Elisha that she did not ask for a son and why did he deceive her? He acknowledges that the Lord hadn't shown him the situation, but tells his assistant to get his staff and to go and lay it on the face of the boy. No, but this mother refuses to leave without the prophet who had spoken the word of the Lord. So Gehazi, the assistant, went before them. When her son was not raised from the dead by his assistant, prophet Elisha went in and did what he was led to do. And their son was resurrected. The Lord performed a miracle through the faith of this mother and prophet Elisha. This mother acted boldly, first by traveling so far, and secondly by refusing to leave without the man of God who had spoken the word of the Lord through faith. Faith to righteousness. God has graced us with the ability to birth the ability to bring forth through his authority by faith and speaking his word. Romans 4 gives the account of Abraham and the promise to him of descendants. Verses 17 through 18 reads, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things that be not as though they were. Who against the hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verses 19 through 20 applauds Abraham for his faith. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God's through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Verse 21, and being fully persuaded that which he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. We must stay in faith, no matter how big or how ridiculous it seems that God has spoken or revealed to us. No doubt, only believe. Mark eleven twenty three says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his hear, but that shall remove, believe that those things which he shall, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. I'll read that again. Mark eleven twenty three, For verily I say to you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. I want to encourage you that it may seem that God will and has waited to the very last minute to answer your prayers or to change a situation for you. Or perhaps there was no change at all. Be encouraged that the cross for you, that thorn in your side was permitted 
by God with you already being victorious. For you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Susanna. Every day people came to her home to seek counsel from her husband. And after the daily meeting, Susanna would go to her garden to bathe. One day, two men who came to her home daily didn't leave and instead they watched her in the garden. They were surprised to find each other there. When she wouldn't sleep with them, they tried to bribe her. She refused yet again and said that it would be better to fall into their trap than to sin in the sight of the Lord. They called out to the servants and Susanna was taken away guilty. Her family and servants were embarrassed as they were now all before the entire community. She prayed and begged God for help. And as she was being led away for her own demise, stoning to death, the Lord heard her cry and raised up the Holy Spirit of a young man, Daniel. And he began to cry out on her behalf. He insisted on them having court. And there the lie was revealed. And the two men themselves were stoned instead of Susanna. Only believe. Whether ridiculous in disbelief or ridiculous in marvel or wonder, it is important that we, one, acknowledge what he is speaking and or showing us, and two, get into agreement with him. He is, after all, the creator of the universe. What can he not do? The word of God has a job and it will perform it and produce it. But we must put a demand on it by applying it to our life. Fun time. It is said that she is the first female apostle and some say evangelist. She is a daughter, a mother, and a sister. Her name means illuminated one. She is known as the woman at the well. The meaning of her name is befitting as she is seen having such an honest and personal conversation with Yeshua Jesus. He tells her all of her business and she finds him not offended when she asks her questions. One that was settled a lot was which temple was the place to worship. And he tells her that there would come a time that they would not worship in neither the Samaritan temple on Mount Gerizim or the temple in Jerusalem. And that there will come a time that when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. She didn't hesitate to go to all of the men to come see a man who had told her all about herself. They spent two days with him, caught up in the very presence of him who could save, the Savior who sets free, and the living water with whom you shall never thirst again. The woman at the well only believed. And with her two children and her sister, went to Carthage, Africa, through Judea, spreading the gospel. She witnessed to Dominica, a daughter of a Pharaoh, who also received salvation. This cost the woman at the well her life. The life of both of her children and the life of her sister. The woman at the well, fun time, was thrown into a dry well as a mockery from meeting Yeshua Jesus at Jacob's well. Totally persuaded that day at the well, she had only believed in the living water. 
Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we could ask or think according to the power that works within us. Where is it working? In us. No fear of a new thing. God is with you and his word is in you. Isaiah 62.2 says, the nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory. And you will be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will designate. When God is doing something new in your life, it may be uncomfortable, scary, frightening, awkward, frustrating, exciting, a roller coaster of emotions. But we must get free and stay free from the limits we set for ourselves and by others. Stay out of the box and do not accept labels that people may try to place on you. The word of God says not to be conformed to this world. Do whatever you must do to live free in God and what he has for you. It may cost you some relationships, habits, and addictions. Be willing to take a journey alone if necessary and even persecute it. Be willing to give up things that he requires of you. God wants all of us. Be okay with God doing whatever he wants to do in your life. Isaiah 41, 13 for I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. Pony. This name of a woman is not mentioned in the Bible, neither in rabbinical text, but it is found in Babylonian text. Zel meaning angel and the two L's reflecting her being visited twice by an angel or messenger of God. She is of the tribe of Judah and is in the Judite lineage. After her first encounter with the messenger, she tells her husband that a man of God visits her and looks like an angel. She tells her husband that the message is that she's barren, but will bear a son. Zloponi is given the strict Nazarite injunctions against drinking alcohol, eating unclean food, and eating from vines, to not cut his hair and to not touch anything dead. He is to be a Nazarite from birth. She too must live this way since he must be born consecrated. She shares everything with her husband. Zloponi kept her vow to God in raising her son as a Nazarite. This woman of great faith is known in the Bible as the wife of Manoah and the mother of Samson. She kept her vow to raise her son, Samson, and he judges Israel for 20 years with the Israelite royal tribe and delivers Israel from the oppression of the Philistines. She is the daughter of Tam and sister of Isham. God is sovereign. Psalms 135 and 6 says, whatever the Lord pleases, he does in heaven and in earth and the seas and all deeps. 
Isaiah 46.10, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying, My purpose shall be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Romans 9.19-21, You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? For who resists his will? On the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers back to God? The molded thing will not say to the molder, why did you make me like this? Will it? How many are, are guilty of this exact same question? Or does not the potter have a right over the clay to make from the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for common use? Job 42.2 I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Job 9 and 12 Were he to snatch away, who could restrain him? Who could say to him, what are you doing? Isaiah 43, 13. Even from eternity, I am he, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? God is faithful and holy, and our battle acts. We are not alone in this life. How amazing it is to have such a loving Abba Father who not only pours out his love upon us, but also rebukes us because of that same enduring and protective love. Father God, we thank you right now for a peaceful sleep for tonight. We thank you for honoring us with a day to be able to praise you and to worship you throughout our day of bringing you glory, serving others being kind and loving on others we thank you for your manifested will in our life we thank you for the angels who were around about us to protect us and to give us messages and to be with us and to demonstrate your glory from heaven we honor you and we praise you we thank you for this magnificent day in yeshua jesus amen Good morning. Welcome to Inspired Talk TV. I'm Bishop Nikita Jacobs. And thank you for joining me in prayer this morning. Adonai, we thank you for waking us up to life in this beautiful new day. We give you the first offerings of the day in prayer you alone are sovereign there is no one and nothing that compares to you your majesty shows forth daily in nature in all that you've created who can do what you can do no one thank you for your love that shows through man 
demonstrated and shared as we fellowship and help one another. Abba Father, we come before you this morning, presenting ourselves before you. We judge ourselves that you may not have to. We have messed up and made mistakes knowingly and unknowingly, intentionally. Forgive us of our sins. We repent of the things that we know are wrong, that we are aware of, but don't want to let go of because it feels good, because we like it, or because there's a benefit to it. We repent at this very moment. We will do a U-turn and go the opposite direction. We absolutely can do it for you have commanded us in Hebrews 12.1 to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. For there is a great cloud of witnesses and that we may run with patience the race that is set before us. You are always championing us and cheering us to move on, to move forward. Thank you for not holding our mistakes and our intentional sins against us, our transgressions. Thank you for being committed to your purpose that you've placed inside of us and the call that you've called us to. We have the power to take authority over the issues of our life that we are not like you to live in peace love and joy as you desire for us we are not helpless Luke 10 19 says that you've given us the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harms us or we thank you for the authority to lay a hold of those things that are not right in us Lord God that we have the ability to straighten it out, to settle some things, to tear down some things. We thank you for your authority and your power to do so. We receive your forgiveness. We do not have to be bound in addictions and bad habits or stuck in chains. Show us the root of an issue that we may be totally free. You, oh God, are our deliverer, our redeemer, our refuge. Show us, tell us, bring it back to us where we need to confess our sins and uproot so that we can heal and be made whole. We thank you and rejoice in advance for you are Jehovah Gador, the strong, mighty one. You always win. There is nothing that takes you by surprise. For with you, all things are possible. We forgive ourselves today that we may no longer stumble, that we may not cause pain and hurt to ourselves, but we hold on to your truth, that we have authority over all things. The enemy, the serpent, his tricks, his strategies, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become renewed. 
Help us to receive that newness, a fresh start. That there is no need to continue to punish ourselves. Let today be the day that we truly forgive ourselves, that we move forward in the newness of life in you. Hallelujah. We thank you that the word says, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Lord God, we thank you right now for your omnipotence, your all-powerful. You have all power, Lord God. We thank you for being tapped in that we are your sons and your daughters. And we love you today. We honor you today. We receive your forgiveness and we walk in anew on today. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah.